the Taliban, who had sneaked close beneath the cover of darkness. Zeus had saved countless lives, and she fiercely loved her six-year-old Belgian Malinois. The wind was erratic, a cold front was coming through. Dare worried about such times. If the wind blew away from Zeus's sensitive IED-trained nose, he would not pick up the scent of the deadly explosive buried just beneath the ground. If the wind blew toward his nose, he would pick up the scent. She felt her spinal column crawling with danger. Dare thought it was because they were going to try and capture the HVT on the other side of this ridge at a small mud and stone house the Taliban often used as a stopover and meeting place. She'd like nothing better than to get this bastard who was responsible for the repeated attacks on the Afghan village. No one wanted him more than she and Zeus did. The villagers knew the team was armed, and as they watched them troop out beyond the huge wooden gates, shutting them behind them at dusk, they knew something deadly was up. Dare had seen the worry in many of the men's eyes. They relied on their A-team for medical services, for extra food, clothing, and shoes for their children given by U.S. charities. They did not want the team being killed by the Taliban. Dare had seen it written silently in their expressions. She wore a level three Kevlar vest, the weight of the ceramic plates making her breathing harder as they continued the steep climb toward the ridge line. It weighed 30 extra pounds upon her frame. Her M4 carbine was hanging across her chest. Her drop holster with a 45 pistol was strapped to her right thigh. Her friends, the rest of the A-team, moved like silent ghosts behind her. They trusted that Zeus would find any IEDs buried on the only path up this slope before one of them stepped on it. She loved her black-faced, fawn-colored dog. They were a tight team. Zeus slept with her in her small mud and rock hut. He kept her warm in the winter with a 75-pound body curled tightly next to hers. He was a guard dog and would send up a warning growl when Taliban were lurking outside the seven-foot mud and rock wall that kept the village safe. Often, she and some of the other sergeants would get up, armed, and with their NVGs on, let Zeus lead them to where he heard the enemy outside the wall. Over time, the Taliban lost too many soldiers skulking around, looking for a way to infiltrate the village at night. They knew there was a WMD dog within the walls, and after losing 25 soldiers at night to the sharp-eared dog, they stopped coming. This was her fourth deployment with her team. They were all like big, doting brothers to her, and she was like a little sister to all of them. Dare earned her position on the Black Ops team because she was very good at what she did. She was five foot ten inches tall, and at a distance, most people thought she was a man. Until they got closer and saw her half-Comanche face, the black braids she always wore, and her cinnamon-brown eyes. Then they were surprised because the villagers hadn't seen many women soldiers before. She was an anomaly in their world. The wind slapped at her back, and Dare slowed Zeus. The scent would be gone, and he wouldn't find it. The dog halted, the leash taut between his collar and her gloved hand. Her mic was resting against her lips. Take five. Wind is the wrong direction. Copy that, Davis said. 
Dare knew the team would be glad for the momentary rest. They were all carrying at least 50 pounds of gear and ammo on them. They knew what it meant when the wind was cooperating, at the right angle for Zeus to properly scent the area. Because of the dog, they'd gone four years as a team without any IED injuries. Dare wanted to keep it that way. She keyed her hearing, the edges of her ears freezing and numb. The tip of her nose was also numb. It was below freezing on this miserable slope. The sky was thick with clouds, promising snow at some point. She hated the white stuff because IEDs became even more troublesome to locate. Watching Zeus through her NVGs, the dog's ears were up and he was panting heavily, his ribs bowing in and out. The wind shifted again, this time coming directly at Dare. She gave Zeus the unspoken order to start sniffing again.